in West Philadelphia, Good. born and raised on the school ground where I spent most of my days. Relaxing all cool, shooting some b-ball outside the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. Got one little fight. My mom got scared and she said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this cab was rare. But I said, yo, Holmes, to Bel Air. <laughs> I pulled up to the house around seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, you're home, smell you later. I looked at the kingdom and I was finally here to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Now Thank everybody you. has that song stuck in their head. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? Jeff, the cream rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully posable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. <laughs> Hey, welcome to episode 411 11 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and say alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, and the man that just got outbidden on a Don Mattingly eBay bobblehead. Damn it. Scott, Scott, say hello. Hello. Sorry, man. I know you wanted it. Well, 130 was as high as I was going, and somebody outbid me. I think right now it's got like 10 minutes left, and I think it's at 133 bucks. But oh, no, I'm out. I'm out. I, I earlier had said when I was texting with you and uh, Big Dave, uh, it was it. I think it was 123 dollars, and I was like maxed at 120. And I told him, I told you guys, yeah, I'm out. I'm not going to do it. Dave goes, oh, you're out over three dollars. And I was like, fine. So boom, I bid another 10. I'm high bidder for like eight hours, and then I got sniped with like. I don't know, a, a half an hour, hour left in the auction. So it's that last check. I had 10 minutes left. It's up like $133. And yes, Big Dave, I'm out over $3 this time. Things are going to go for 200 I don't think it will go for 200 I think it's going to hit about 160 Okay, that's we'll see where we're at. I'll All check right. it um, after the segment. I'll check and see what it ended at. Okay, where is it at? You said it's at 133 right now? Where? Let me tell you. Hold on. All right. So Scott is now checking to see if the Don Mattingly, was it a Foco bobblehead or was it a stadium giveaway? No, it's, it looks like an SGA. Okay. So it was a stadium giveaway. Uh, so it's, oh, it's still at 132.50 with one minute and 40 seconds left. Scott, what's just another dollar to just throw in there? Stop it. No, because you know what'll happen is I'll bid five, a max, and then it'll go up to like 140. Because I'm sure this person has their minimum set at 150. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. It's nice, though. It does look like a stadium giveaway. Um, Let's see. It's sold. Okay. Hold on, it's refreshing now to get me the final price. What did I say the guy's top bid would be? 150? Y- you said he would be at top. You said top of 150, yeah. If I had bid, it would have jumped. It sold for 152.50. What's another 32 bucks, Scott? And I mean, come on now. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I got other people to shop for for Christmas. It's not just all about me, uh, but you wouldn't know it when we get to the toy spotting segment. <laughs> Same over here, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, lordy, lordy. But on top of that, I am happy to announce today is December 8th. Uh, ninth, 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 sir. No, today's the 8th, dude. Oh, when the show drops, it'll be the 10th. Hmm. Yeah, because tomorrow are my days mixed up. Your days are mixed up, Scott Tune. Oh my gosh, I've been working from home all week, uh, so like I've lost track of days and time. And Scott's sick, so he's not... yeah, it's <laughs> off this week, big time off this week. <laughs> so, anyways, today is December eighth. <clears throat> yes, tomorrow sir. today is the eighth. Today's Friday. Friday, got to get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend week. Is that, is that a song? A real song? Dude, that's a real song. Remember the Friday song back in 2011? No. Rebecca Black? Oh my God, dude. Uh, No. It was voted one of the worst songs ever, but it has like... Yeah, eight, sounds like it. It has like 18 billion views <laughs> on YouTube. Ugh, that's awful. 
And not just because you're singing it. It's just, it's awful. Oh, no. The, well, the, uh, that adds to it, but <laughs> we'll probably get the... Mo- you should put shitty flute to it. Where the hell is that thing? I don't know. Probably sit next to the mark button. No, nah, mark button's over to my right. Oh, that's true. That just came out of retirement. I should have played that even more last week. But anyways, by the way, <laughs> I was listening to the Stolen Gimmicks podcast. The excitement in Jordan's voice, the markness, like was right up there with yours. Nice. And I wish we would have had Jordan on last week just so you two could just to see who could one up each other. Like on who was being the filthiest mark. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Because on the stolen gimmicks, Jordan was like, he was going, dude. Like he was so excited. He's like he said, he was excited to record. And I was like, that was Scott last week. And you could hear Joe like Joe was excited, but yeah, like nowhere near Jordan's level. So anyways, that's like a repeat of our show, dude. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's the same thing with like two guys and one is super mega excited being a filthy, horrible Mark. And the other one's just like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I was just that's trying awesome. to, I'm excited, but I was just trying to keep my cool. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta be professional over here, Scott. Tan. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. You be professional when you're getting paid. That's true. Lord knows we don't do that over here, <laughs> but we're not in it for the money. Damn it. Not only is today, December 8th, I do have another important date. April 5th. What's April 5th, Scott? Two days after your birthday. Boom. Nailed. Perfect. On top it. of, on top of that being two days after my birthday, it is also the fig life meetup three. What was the, what was the thing of uh, WrestleMania three bigger, better, batter or something like that? Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh yeah, because we kept making the joke that we love batter, cake batter, <laughs> cake batter. You know, and but all the cheesesteaks I'm gonna eat, I'll be getting bigger. Date April fifth. Time four p.m. Eastern time. Location TBD. We're still working that out right now, but date and time is set. So it will be at four p.m. So it'll be kind of right around when WrestleCon is ending for the day, and it will be right before SmackDown starts. So guess what, you guys. We're going to have giveaways that day. We're going to have special event posters, possibly. Just we'll throw that possibly, out there. Possibly, possibly. We'll have special events. We'll have games for giveaways. Just it's a good time. Everybody's looking forward to it. So again, April 5th, 4 p.m. We're trying to schedule around SmackDown. We're trying to schedule around WrestleCon. We're trying to schedule around other events, but. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on WrestleMania time, especially when WrestleCon goes and announces nails today. Come on now. Yeah, come on now. So we yeah. got to compete with nails. Awesome. Yeah, we've got to compete with nails now. God damn it. Son of a... Who's damn. next? Yeah. All right. That'd be cool if we could get nails at the Fig Life meetup. That would be awesome. <laughs> I wonder least... if he's going to be wearing his orange getup that day. Probably. I could see he that. He should. Happen. He should. But again, April 5th, 4 p.m., Location, I'm trying to see if there's a way we can schedule it close to SmackDown so you guys can head right on over when doors open or something like that. So we'll try to get that all squared away. Stay tuned. T-O-O-N-E-D. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out, but we'll try to get it close to the stadium so you guys can head right on over for SmackDown. So April 5th, 4 p.m., Big Life Meetup, Tris. Well, technically this would be 4 no, because you had one without me. Yeah, that was in New York. Yeah, that was number three. Wasn't it? Or was that number two? No, New York was number two. Oh, okay. So yeah, if I had just turned my head and looked at the poster, that's yeah. clearly the bridge in <laughs> New all York. Of the Hasbro standing on it. Yep, yep. That's New York. Yep. Uh, but that one didn't count because I wasn't there. That one didn't count. No, it didn't we count. Have, we Sorry, a, those that were there. It didn't count. We have a poster to prove nope. that it was. Nope. Dude, try telling Nate that. No, nope. what we're doing is we're we're just throwing that out of existence, like when they killed off Bobby on Dallas, and they basically just wiped out an entire season. Oh yeah, and then it was all. Said, a, no, that didn't happen. It was all a fever dream. It was a fever dream. That's yep. what you guys experienced in New York. It was not a Fig Life meetup. It was a fever dream. Never happened. <laughs> this is the real Fig Life meetup number two. Fig Life meetup three, April fifth, four p.m. East Coast time. And if you want to get any of our shirts, sweatshirts, anything like that, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter, X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you it's can been send- a while since we had a review, Jeff. It has been. I've been checking too. It's been a yeah. while. 
Yeah, it's been a while. Like Stain said, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Stain or Creed? No, it was Stain. Oh, okay. I saw I maybe a- off this week a little bit, but I know that one was Stain. I saw a Creed Instagram reel. Oh, I'm and sorry. it was it was uh what's the lead singer's name? Stap? Sap? Uh yes, Scott Stap. Scott Stap. Stap. Yeah. So it's him like gyrating and singing with the microphone stand. And the caption read, me seducing MILFs at like Applebee's nice. on, on $2 drink night or something. Nice. <laughs> it's a hell of funny, dude. Nice. I love it. I love it. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fully WFP at gmail.com. Scott, we do have an omission from last week. Uh-oh. What do we do? And it was actually regarding my trivia. And, Son of a. And you know what? Actually, I'm going to put this on you. It was your fault. It was mine? It was yours. You gave me a number. I hit the number. We stopped. Who did we miss? Sheik Adnan. Mm. So he did have a robe. It was kind of, it was cut off up here, long robe. Sheik Adnan did have a robe. A sleeveless robe. A sleeveless robe. Yes. Not a jacket. No, it was not a jacket. Okay. My excuse, we didn't have him. Oh, I guess that is a robe. Yeah, I just showed Scott in the camera. So yeah, it's a robe. I would like to thank Dylan for pointing that out and uh, causing my anxiety to race and have to um, have an omission this week. See, this is why I, this is why I always have Nate do it. Yeah, see, we're just rookies when it comes to this trivia thing. Yeah, Nate's like the uh, the master at this stuff, dude. Yes, yes, he is the master. So I think that all questions from now on should just come from him. I agree. But you know what has started making me think is how many times have game shows had the wrong answers? Um, I actually just found out that the SATs actually had a wrong answer. Uh, I want to say it was in like the 90s. That's why I failed it. That's it. Yeah, it was all the wrong answers and you could have selected the right one even if you tried. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, after I took the SAT, the person that graded my paper looked at me and it gave me the speech from Billy Madison. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That they like, were all dumber in the room for having listened <laughs> yeah. to anything you might've said. So actually I kind of Googled it. I wanted to, I wanted to see if there was anything that game shows having the wrong answer. So August, 1999, who wants to be a millionaire U S version on only the fourth day of the show's U S run, David Honia, I think is how you pronounce his last name, was asked for $64,000, which of the Great Lakes had the largest area apart from Lake Superior? Honia went for Lake Huron, but was told the correct answer was Lake Michigan. After the show, researchers were forced to admit Honia had been correct. Later in the same program, another contestant was asked what the term, quote-unquote, iron horse was used to describe. He answered locomotive, but was told correct option was motorbike. Iron horse is used to describe both. Uh, That was Lou Gehrig, wasn't it? Lou Gehrig was what? Wasn't Lou Gehrig's nickname Iron Horse? Uh, I don't know, but Marilyn Monroe said Joe DiMaggio's bat that he was swinging wasn't the only big piece of wood he was carrying. That's that's good to know, dude. Yep. Yep. That's good to know. (laughs) Thank you for putting that in. I didn't want to be left out of the conversation, so I went there. <laughs> Speaking of dongs. <laughs> Speaking of Lake Michigan, here's a dong quote. <laughs> now I have to look up Lou Gehrig. This is something I should know as a Yankees fan, right? Yeah. Wasn't he a captain? No, I know. Jeter Judge, excuse me, Jeter Judge Mattingly, Yogi. Uh, Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson. Two catchers. Interesting. See, now you've turned this into a baseball podcast because here I am looking up on Wikipedia. (laughs) So anyways, that was my omission while my brother looks up Yankees uh, trivia that he should know. Just kidding. I don't know all the Giants trivia, so. I might. I just have to verify it. Wikipedia asking for money. Get out of here. Look, I just want the answer to to this New York Yankees question. Ah, Lou Gehrig, the Iron Horse. Oh, okay. Fandom restored. So that would have been my answer on who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, Iron Horse? That's Lou Gehrig, sir. Then they would have told me I'm wrong. Then I would have swing a chair at Regis. It would have gotten ugly. R.I.P. Regis. Yeah, R.I.P. Regis. 
I know WrestleMania, WrestleMania fame of WrestleMania fame. I was just about to say that. All right. All right. I got the omission out of the way. Dylan, thank you for calling me out on that. Um, I blame Scott because Scott didn't guess it nor call me out originally on the show. So anyways, Dylan, thank you. Yeah. All my fault. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. It's all Scott's fault. Thank you, Dylan. Um, thank you for calling Scott out on it. <clears throat> yeah. I appreciate that dude. Thank you very much. It had nothing to do with Jeff. It was all me. Yep. All right. What were you going to say? Um, so while I've been working from home this week, I've just had like stupid stuff on TV in the background, just, you know, background fodder while I'm doing my work, whatever on my laptop. Uh, so the first couple days was GI Joe on YouTube. They have that streaming channel. I just put that on. Um, then I tried mask. Can't get through it. Can you? It was, um, eh. dude, I'm in that same boat. I tried. I tried. Yeah, it, it was okay. Um, but then yesterday I had to do some research for drug wrestling history. So I watched Royal Rumble 98. The show we went to. The, yeah, San Jose, where Tyson was there. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be a future episode. So I had to watch that. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start putting on Saturday Night's Main events and just watching them in order. Chronologically. So, yep. yeah, Mr. T was kind of a shit heel. Explain. Go back and watch his Saturday Night's Main event appearances. Okay. Uh, like pre WrestleMania 2. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when he had that boxing match with Orton, mm -hmm. he, I mean, without him being on Hogan's side, if he just kind of came in with like no fanfare or anything, he would have been a heel. He was having a sparring match and his sparring partner, he T punched him. The dude's headgear flew off. T continued to try to punch him, had to be <laughs> held back by the ref, kept telling me and Gene to shut up and like was essentially like cutting almost like a heel promo, like the rock uh -huh. on me and Gene. Like <laughs> it was insane. I was like, T's kind of working heel here. <laughs> And like, this is not a man that respected his mother. He was talking so much trash to Ming Jean. And like, yeah, he was talking trash about Orton and Piper too. But like, when you go back and watch it, you're like, T was kind of a heel. Like, he was actually a big ass heel. Mr. T was, it was Mr. T against everybody. It was like the, uh, was it Michigan versus everybody? It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was T versus the world. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But he just so happened to have Hogan on his side and he wore red and yellow. So boom, the crowd cheers him. But when you go back and you look at his body of work in wrestling for WrestleMania 2, that dude was a heel. Well, let's think about it. Hogan was a shit heel, technically. Oh, but totally. Yes. Dude, the absolutely. way he would rake the back or he would. <laughs> he would poke eyes. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. He was a he uh, shit heel, dude. Oh, yeah. He was. Time. Yeah. When he big went time. to actually be a heel, he didn't have to change too much. No, exactly. <clears throat> he was always like raking the eyes. He would drag their eyes across the rope. Yeah. Rake the back. Rake the bat. Oh, yeah, dude. Hogan was a heel, but we loved it. We did. We it was did. Hogan. It was Hogan. Hogan was a madman in the cage. And when the, the action spilled to the outside of the floor, like when he tried to pile drive Andre on the floor at WrestleMania three. Yeah, that's not heel. That's more of trying to defend yourself against a giant. You got to do whatever you can. Dude, a pile driver on the floor. Yeah. Like I, I also watched the uh, when Jake DDT Ricky Steamboat moves oh. on the floor. Did you turn up the sound? No, I didn't. I did. Well, because I was working. Right. But that spot caught my attention. And so I was kind of watching it like, hey, I know what happens here. That was vicious when that skull cracked against that. Dude, yes. I've turned that up on the surround sound outside in the in the front room. And yeah. dude, there's a sound that just isn't right when Ricky's skull hits the concrete. Like yeah. knowing what you know now, you actually think, how did Ricky survive that? Yeah, and I, you could see him kind of like start to instinctively come up and then went right back down. And when Jake picks him up, Ricky's dead weight. Oh, like, Ricky is out, out. And like you can see from the way Ricky's laying in the ring. Yeah. He's unconscious. When they show his face, he's not keeping his eyes closed. He is unconscious. That dude is out, mm -hmm. like out, out. So yeah, he really took a shot on the floor there. That yeah. was brutal. But it was just fun. It's, it's fun going back and watching the old wrestling and kind of seeing what stands up, what doesn't. Uh, still love the British Bulldogs. Oh, I yeah. absolutely love. And I'm I'm totally convinced their best gear is the baby blue. Oh, like, hands after down, going dude. back and watching, it, it's easily their, their baby blue gear is the best. Oh, yeah. And we keep saying that. Like, the baby blue gear in the 80s was so, I don't want to say iconic, but it just, it really captured the wrestler, I guess you could say. It did with the Rock and Roll Express. It did with Junkyard Dog. It did with the British Bulldogs. Whenever they it looked really good on Bo Jackson, that Royals baby blue is fire, dude. Even Ric Flair, dude, when Ric Flair would wear that baby blue trunks, there's something about the baby blue color that just kind of captured him. Yeah, I can't explain it. I really can't.
Yeah, very iconic. And to kind of segue from the British Bulldogs in baby blue, big rubber guys are up for pre-order right now. Did you get them? No, I, I just don't have the $100 in the figure budget, dude. But you had oh, 130 for a stadium giveaway, Don Matt. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Don <sighs> Mattingly is your Don Mattingly is like one of your, if not your favorite player of all time, is like definitely one or one A. No, no, no. He's number one. He is my favorite baseball player. And he's the reason I like baseball or love baseball today. He's the reason I got into baseball. I started like I saw his baseball cards. I started collecting his cards and then just formed my love for baseball around collecting his cards first and then baseball cards in general. But Mattingly was kind of like Snook is my gateway to wrestling. Mattingly is my gateway to baseball. But Snook has fallen down your ladder where Mattingly has remained number one through through and through, I should well, say. Well, as far as I know, Mattingly never killed his girlfriend. So, I mean, he was never found guilty, but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The briefcase made it go away. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at it, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not looking good in Snooka's favor, to say the least. Yeah. Speaking of murders, there not, might be another one mentioned later in the show. Uh, anyways, uh, Scott, did you pick up anything recently? I did. It was uh, Merry Christmas to me again this week, beginning to look a lot like Christmas, according to my wallet. <laughs> Uh, so BBTS, uh, more GI Joes, of course I keep saying I'm out and then they keep showing these Joes and I'm like, damn it guys, I'm, I'm trying to pull back. Right. And you keep throwing all of these punch me in the field Joes out there and I had to get them. So three retros and three classified series all coming my way. Three retros and three classified series. Yeah. Okay. So the, th- the three retros are Duke, Scarlet and Rakondo. Uh-huh. And the regular classified line is Airborne, Quick Kick, who is probably in my top five favorite Joes, uh, and Big Boa, which coincidentally, Jeff, Big Boa was going to be Rocky's um, way into the G.I. Joe universe. Big Boa was going to be Rocky's opponent. Okay. But then the whole Rocky deal fell apart with G.I. Joe, and they were left with Big Boa. Uh, still beloved by fans today. In fact, his is the only one that sold out on Hasbro Pulse. So, um, yeah, six Joes ordered. And then I had to, because I knew I was going to lose on the Don Mattingly bobblehead today, uh, I had to buy myself a gift for that uh, (laughs) to console myself. So McFarlane released a uh, new Nightwing figure, had to get that. Talk about spoiled. You know, I lost out on a $120 bobblehead, $152 bobblehead. I got to buy myself something. (laughs) Here's the way I look at it. I saved myself $125. (laughs) Nightwing was $25. The bobblehead was $150. That's dude, I saved myself 125 bucks. Dude, that's hella funny, dude. That's that's how I'm rationalizing it. I like so the, got, I like where you're going with that. Got the Nightwing, and then of course, like everybody else listening, had to jump in on that Piper and Steel two pack, which already shipped. By the way, I was shocked. Yeah, it jumped in on that over here as well, dude. I love how he's coming, and I want to say he George Steele is coming with the um, uh, the turnbuckle pad that's ripped up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's those little touches that Mattel adds to things that I'm just like, ah, damn it, Mattel. I love you so much. Like you can't get Brett right, but damn it, Mattel. I love you. Yeah. Cause you're going to do little things like this. That's going to make me like bull, you know, stiff, like bull. Why do you got to bring boners into this? Come on now. <laughs> when I say, I didn't say anything like a bull is very tough, dude. Like I muscle up. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's what you meant by stiff, like bull. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like Bull from Night Court. I loved Bull from Night Court, dude. He was one of I the did best. too. He was one of the best characters ever, dude. He was awesome. I did jump in on the big rubber guys. I got those. Also spent quite a bit of money on ringside because their deals on there are just too good to pass up. Their deals right now are just smoking. Things that I've been wanting that I just was like, yeah, I'm never I'm not gonna get it. It's just too much and blah blah blah. It adds up over time. And then you see the deal that they're running for Black Friday. What what are they on? 26.0 or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 27. 27.0. <clears throat> Jesus. You're just thinking, you're like, okay, I I have to. Like, this has to happen now. Yeah. And so, anyways, I picked up and they don't even need Don West for this. They're just selling it with the prices. They can't get Don West right now, Scott. That's a little touch and go. <laughs> you oh. know. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oof. Too soon. I love Don West too, man. That guy oh, could God. sell it snow to a freaking Eskimo. <laughs> what was there a Mike Schmidt hat? No, Scotty Pippen bust. The that was the joke on Saturday Night Live. That was a sketch that they did. I thought you got a Scotty Pippen bust, didn't you? 
No, but I did buy a 24 karat Michael Jordan card. Yes. How much is that worth nowadays? Probably less than I paid for it. <laughs> and then they did these deals where it was like a mystery box. Before we had mystery boxes that are all like the rage now, they were doing mystery boxes on shop at home back in like the late 90s or mid 90s. So they did a baseball one and they're showing all of this cool stuff you can get. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could get a Ricky Henderson, blah, blah, blah. Like that would be amazing. I buy the mystery box, a Mike Schmidt autographed hat. Dude, you need to wear that to Philadelphia. I sold it. How much did you years sell? and years and years ago? How much did you sell it for? I think I got 70 or 80 bucks for it. How much did you pay for it? Probably 50. All right. All right. That's not bad. Damn. I wish you still had that or else I would uh, be wearing that to Philadelphia. I'd be wearing that in front of the Rocky statue. And then I'd also did another mystery box that they had an NFL one. And I might still have this somewhere. It was one of these like random memorabilia, but it was guaranteed with a signature from a hall of famer or something like that, like a star current player or a hall of famer. And you got like cards with it. But the, the big thing was the signed memorabilia. It was a, a mini football signed by Dick Butkus. Did you sell? I don't think I sold that. I think it's still on the garage somewhere. I okay. guarantee I'm going to open up a tote and then boom, it's going to be right there. It was like wrapped in plastic and yeah, so, signed Dick Butkus football. So to say the least, you didn't get what, like all the stuff that was on the table, like. No. Like a Joe Montana autograph cleat or. Right. See, I was going for like the Montana, the rice, the rice. like something Niners. Yeah. Steve Young, yeah. No, but I got Dick Butkus, which no disrespect to Dick Butkus at all, but that just wasn't the name I was looking for in the pack. But I mean, that's the beauty of the mystery box. You never know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, hey, RIP Don West. And Dick Butkus. And Dick Butkus, yes. Yes. Luckily, Mike Schmidt is still with us. Yes. Keep that national treasure alive. Yes, sir. Yes. God, I wish you still had that hat or else I'd wear that in front of the Rocky statue. I would side Philly. I wouldn't even give it to you to do that with. No, absolutely Why? not. Why not? What if it's raining? Oh, good point. Good point. All right. All right. I know. Uh, what else did I spend my money on this week, dude? Uh, let's see. RSC, Steel and Piper. Yeah. Uh, big big rubber guys. Uh, I think that's it on everything. Yeah, I think that's about it. Dude, I do have a funny story. So, uh, Oh, we got our his tanks. That's what I meant. That's the his tanks. Yeah, those came in. Yeah. Uh, did you pop yours open? No, I'm undecided if I'm going to keep it. I, I don't really know. Part and, of me wants to. And then the other part of me is like, dude, you know what? If you move that, you can buy other stuff to fill the collection with. Like that takes the, the price of some of the Joes you just bought. Like that's just the whole budget thing that works into it. But then I see pictures of it and I'm like, damn, that's cool. And it can hold your classified guys, right? Yes. It has a little part in the back that opens up. You can put some classified guys in there. It's pretty sweet. And it lights up and all this stuff, bells, whistles. It has lights and yeah. it's heavy, dude. The box, like I brought it upstairs. Yeah. That thing is heavy. It's not so much the length of the box. It's the girth. Yeah. That's what she said. So I went outside <laughs> to pick up the box. I pick up the box. I was like, holy crap. Like I was not expecting that weight. I was expecting like something lighter. The The size of the box is huge. Yeah, so I, it's good size, yeah. Yeah, so I picked it up and I was thinking, oh, this will be light. You know, it's a freaking toy. It's a toy, Dude, right. I picked it up and I was like, whoa, this is not light. Yeah, what are they putting in this his tank? Gold bars? Like, <laughs> it's heavy. That it thing is. is heavy. All right, Scott. Did you, oh, this is the other thing I jumped in. Foco. They showed off their latest Sports Illustrated bobblehead. Sports Illustrated bobblehead from Foco. Now, what it is, is they have the magazine cover in the lower hand, left-hand corner. They have the person that was on the magazine cover as the bobblehead. Well, this one was Hulk Hogan from Hulk Hogan's Sports Illustrated cover. It's limited to $100. It is $100. The other one that was on pre-order was uh, Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, speaking of Lou Gehrig. Oh, there you go. He was the other one that was up for pre-order. So that is all over at FOCO. I don't know if they still have them, but they were limited to $100. Yeah, those go quick, especially a name like Hogan. I've checked all the other ones are completely sold out. They've had Jeter. They've had, I think Joe Burrow, but they've had numerous sports legends and players throughout the years as their sports illustrated covers. Well, this one they did was Hulk Hogan. Hogan is in blue. He's got the bandana. I jumped in on it, dude. I had to, Oh, you did. You got it. Oh dude. I had to right on. That's awesome. It was something about it that was just so sick. And also these sell out pretty fast. So I had to what jump does that on. bring your FOCO collection to? How many do you have? 
one, two, three. I just got my Bret Hart one, the light up stage one. Uh-huh. I got that one. I think I'm up to about six. Oh, nice. You got the Heart Foundation one too, right? I got the Heart Foundation one. Yeah, nice. That one's awesome. Yep. Like I said, if they ever do an LOD, that would be the one to get me to buy. Yep. Actually, let me check live on air to make sure that Foco still has this Hogan because if it's sold out, then sorry, folks. <clears throat> yeah, Jeff was just teasing you. Yeah. While you look that up, I have an, uh, a question I, I kind of wanted to throw out that Iron Claw movie is coming out within the next couple of weeks. Yes. About the Von Eric family. Yes. How soon until somebody signs the whole clan? You got to think it's pretty soon. I mean, they got Carrie under Power yeah, Town. Power Town has Carrie. Right. You, I, you, they got to be coming up soon on that one. But I mean, like the whole clan, like Carrie, Kevin, David, Mike, uh, Kevin's kids. Even Chris, I mean, why not Fritz? You know, you've got to figure somebody's going to want to scoop up the whole group. Yeah, uh, I apologize. The Hogan <clears throat> is completely sold out. Oh crap! Well, hey, it was a good idea while it lasted. Limited, Sorry, folks. Limited to one hundred. Man, those Sports Illustrateds go quick. I guess they do. I'm glad you got one, dude. I'm glad I got one. Holy crap! I mean, one of a hundred. That that's like two per state, dude. That that goes super fast. Yeah. Regarding your. Von Eriks, it's got to be happening soon, especially with this movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's going to draw more attention to the family, the merch. There's going to be searches for the merch. Yeah. So. I can't wait to see this movie, too. Same. Is Same. It, is it playing out in Tracy? <clears throat> I think so. Dude, I think we should... so. I don't know if I can get tickets yet. Okay. We should link up and go, dude. Well, here we go again. Scott's getting on his phone. I'm going to open the Cinemark app. So I know that they're doing a special screening next wednesday at emeryville oh next week next week next wednesday oh wow okay because it's not set to open for another two weeks yeah they're doing a special screening in emeryville next wednesday oh that's awesome yeah you gonna try to go or no i don't know it's kind of late oh i hate that i know i know you gotta get up at work the next day see that's what old men talk about i know exactly dude yeah is the juice worth the squeeze when we were younger yeah totally we're gonna do it no matter what when you're older it's like eh, i don't know yeah I, uh, you know the crows say the same thing about rts you know yeah right ah, you don't know what you're missing prick <laughs> oh yeah hey iron claw iron claw let's see the claw of irons uh so apparently they're doing a special screening out here on thursday the 21st they've got showtimes available on that thursday Oh, Friday would, I guess, work better. The 22nd. Yeah, they already have showtimes down. Oh, do they? Yeah, and it is playing out here. Oh, uh, there's a 755 showing. Yeah, I can buy tickets now, actually. So, yes, to answer your question, it is going to be out here. We should go see it, dude. I agree. That would be cool. And then Shannon wants to see it, too. Oh, she does? Not so much for the wrestling part of it, but for Zac Efron. Uh, why do you think I want to go? I mean, what? <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> Just Settle down there, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> just joking. Just, oh, <laughs> that's a movie theater masturbation joke right there. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. All right. Well, I apologize. Foco Sports Illustrated bobblehead for Hogan is already sold out. Limited to 100. So already gone. And it went up on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. I think you hit me up that day about it. You're like, dude, you got to see this. Yeah. So, yeah. It's only been live for a couple of days. It's already gone. Yeah. Foco. It's like every week we're announcing a new bobblehead of theirs. Yeah. And they just keep pushing them out. And they keep selling out. Yeah. They keep selling out of these things, dude, because they keep limiting some to like 223 or. Yeah. You know, and I bet you that Bret Hart one is probably sold out too. the stage. Yeah, I'm sure. We keep checking our phones. Yeah, it's awful. This is this is the worst. Like we should have a person for this Uh, sold out Bret Hart light up <laughs> stage. Yeah. So when we tell you guys about Foco bobbleheads, don't sleep on them. Like if it's a name that interests you and you collect a lot of that name. You may want to jump on it as soon as you hear the news that uh, they've got one for sale. I do have good news. The Roman Reigns is still available, though. Hmm. The, the light-up stage Roman Reigns. Hmm. Why are you saying, hmm? I wonder how quickly the CM Punk one is going to go. Because <laughs> you know they've got a CM Punk one on the table already. You think so? Not manufactured, but they're coming up with designs for it. There's there's discussions. Okay. So the Bret Hart's sold out. Okay. Roman Reigns is still available. The Hulk Hogan light-up stage on Foco is sold out. Got it. Interesting. Foco's selling out of these things quick. Yeah. I wonder what the secondary market is. I don't know, but the light-up stages are only limited to 223, and they're selling out of them pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, 
Look, bobbleheads do big business, like especially the stadium giveaways. Those have always been super, super popular. So like I said, if it's a name that you've got in your collection list, you may want to consider it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're into secondary market values, I, I I don't know what that is. But I mean, just the sheer collectability of the the low numbers, you know, that should get you in. Sorry, guys. Hulk Hogan and Blue and the Sports Illustrated series already sold out. So, oh, so back to the Iron Claw. Who's going to land the the Von Eric people? Uh, it's got to be Power Town. I don't think, think Power Town's going to get the whole. The whole yeah, loop? I don't think okay. WWE's going to get it. Um, for or else they would have already. They already had Kevin and they had Carrie, and then they lost it. Yeah. So, okay, I think so it's you a, think Power Town's just going to do the whole Von Eric family? Yeah, I hope so. I, I really, really like their first one that they put out. Yeah, uh, their series two, you know, the names are good, but could you imagine just one entire series of Von Eric's? It'd be amazing. All right, let's move over to Funko from Foco to Funko Fanatics exclusive Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior two pack from WrestleMania six. Nice, yeah, nice. Not their first Warrior from six, but uh, that's an awesome, awesome set. Yep, so that is a Fanatics exclusive. All right, ringside exclusive. Bell to bell Remco style figures. Yeah, this was a nice surprise, Jeff. We don't get many of these anymore. And it was just all of a sudden, hey, look what exists and is available to pre-order right now. Yeah. No advanced warning or anything. It was just like, boom, look at this. So it was a really, really nice surprise. In this set was Road Warriors, Danhausen, Scott Steiner as Big Papa Pump, and two different Steiners in two different gear. There is a variant and then there's the regular. The regular is it's just basically different trunks, tights, singlets, all that stuff. That is Bell to Bell, ringside exclusive. They are $45 a piece. Card art is amazing. Yeah, looks really good. The Road Warriors look amazing. Well, technically it's Legion of Doom. Yeah, because it's in they're in the red. The red and the black. Yeah. So which differentiates it from Asylum uh, in terms of the Asylum ones are from like their WCW NWA run. So that is all over at ringside, $45 a piece. Go and pick those up. And Jeff, you jumped in? I did. Got the yeah. regular Steiners. And because I like that singlet look better and also picked up the Road Warriors. And I like that they have the cloth jackets on too. Like you obviously know it's like a Michigan jacket. It just doesn't have the letter M on it. But uh, good, a good look. But I wasn't super crazy about the LOD versus the Asylum. Okay. Road Warriors. Go into that. You put them side by side. I think Asylum's Remco version is just better. Okay. Uh, I just like the look of the Asylum's better compared to these. And I didn't see the $45 price tag on them. Uh, They're okay. I mean... If I didn't already have the Asylums, I would have bought these without even thinking twice. Okay. But the fact that the Asylums, which, by the way, are shipping out this weekend. Oh, um, they are? They are, yeah. Asylums are shipping this weekend. Yeah, so we'll probably have them in hand within the next week or two. Yeah. Um, I I didn't see the value there. Even though this is Legion of Doom, Asylum put out the Road Warriors. I, I don't see the value there to get these in addition to the Asylum. Uh, I don't know if the Asylum figures are still available or not. I would recommend those over these. That's just my opinion. Uh, But if you don't, the asylums are gone and you don't have those figures, I would jump in on these. As a Legion of Doom fan, uh, they're cool. They are definitely Remco inspired, but they didn't jump out at me like the asylums did. And that's that's just my, that's just my opinion. You know what, dude? Wrestling figures is all subjective. You can have a right to your opinion and you're not wrong. Well, what I'd like to do too is when you get them in, I want to see, because I think ringside said late December for these. Yes. So you should have them before the end of the month. I want to take a look at them, see them in person, see if that changes my mind at all. Because okay. I know, I think these are the same ones that do the uh, the major pod ones. And I've never actually held them in hand or seen them in person. Mm-hmm. But just based on the pictures and then you compare them to Asylum, I just, there's so much more pop to the Asylums than there are to these. And since I already have those, I'm like, I just don't see the $45 investment in the collection. So I'm like, that's a pass right now, but who knows? I could see him in person in hand and be like, all right, I'm in. Okay. It could change. It could totally change. That's a fair assessment, man. Okay. That is all over at ringside, by the way. Uh, Mattel, let's go over there. There were a couple of questions, old questions from the message boards, like a couple of weeks old, but I still pulled them. Uh, first question comes from MRH. What does MRH stand for, Scott? 
Mr. H. Oh, yeah, that's actually I was, I was thinking something else. But anyway, yeah, maybe his last name is Hampton and he's just Mr. H. But should there be uh, anyways, we're over analyzing MRH. Yeah. All yeah. right. Steve, glad to hear the retros will be continuing. It seems like the set with Vader, Lawler, Bearer was the most well-received since wave one and maybe more so. I'm hoping it sold well and better than others. Can you speak to if the sale numbers of each set help dictate future lineups? Steve said sale numbers can dictate the lineups of future sets for sure, but I wouldn't lean strictly into the top performing era only as I want to ensure the line is still widely appealing for all retro collectors. So far, though, Golden Era seems to be the most popular. We'll see if the Hogan-Wendy set keeps that trend going. Yep, we've been seeing that for a while, dude. We said that a few years ago, that there's a, a huge nostalgia draw to everything Golden Era. And that's why a lot of the San Diego Comic-Con showings have been older the older generations. And that it just seems to be that's where the money is right now. Too bad they had to come out with Macho Man as Slim Jim. Next question comes with 20-year break. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 20-year break said, hey, Steve, I always think about this during reveals. But how far out are you planning, say, the Elite line and Ultimate line? I'm sure you have a list of wants to you discuss as a team and with what I am assuming is licensor input as well. Not that you would reveal without a plan, but if you were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and the final question was Survivor Series 2024 lineup or even Mania 41 lineup, could you answer it? Steve said, I'm deep into working on 2025 product currently to give you an idea of how far ahead we need to work. We can get select figs out in just under a year, but a lot of the line is worked on with a bit longer lead time. Nobody had a CM Punk question? Nothing. Really like, hey, since you guys well, have already done... So they there were some CM Punk questions that I saw, okay, but he didn't answer them. And plus, he hasn't been on recently. Okay. Yeah. Give him a break, Bricks. He needs to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> we love Steve around here. We do. Love, the crows love Steve. The crows way love Steve more than we do. I don't like him. He doesn't answer my questions. Who invited this guy? Oh, uh, dude, you know, he appears anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, he's like the Cheshire cat. He just like crawls out of the wall like, hello. I'm here. I'm here. Hi, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like his face just appears out of nowhere. Everybody will be getting my letter in Philadelphia. Oh, good. In West Philadelphia, good. born and raised on the school ground <laughs> where I spent most of my days. Relaxing all cool, shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. Got one little fight. My mom got scared and she said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this cab was rare. But I said, yo, Holmes, to Bel Air. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I pulled up to the house around seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo, Holmes, smell you later. I looked at the kingdom and I was finally here to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Now thank everybody you. has that song stuck in their head. Thank you, KBW. Yeah, man. Thank you, KBW. We appreciate that. We appreciate you singing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though they're not a sponsor, it's fine. Oh, anyways. Scott, we need to get into our nostalgia segment, and we might be diving a little bit into these for the next few weeks, because screw it, why not? Yeah, they have multiple series. We can do that. And it is nostalgia, so. It, it is nostalgia, so what do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. We're going back in time for nostalgia. We're going back in time, time, time. Before we get into the nostalgia segment, we want everybody to head on over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. The great Dylan called Scott out about not knowing Sheik Adnan for the robe. So thank you, Dylan. But Dylan got that answer from Wrestling Figure Database, his own creation. His creation told Scott, hey, you forgot one. Son of a bitch. So anyways, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to do Jax. Yes, Jax. I know everybody's holding their breath <clears throat> with excitement. Ring Giants. Oh, didn't see that one coming, did you? Yeah, we're doing the Ring Giants. 
But go on over there, use the magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner, search Ring Giants, and start with Series 1. You can find the series labeled up top. Just click that, click on Series 1, and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at the Chic Adnan answer that Scott did not know. Right. Wrestling My figure, fault. Wrestling figure database dot com. Scott, what you got for Ring Giant Series 1? Yes, sir. This was a series or a line created by Jax in 2005. Ring Giants were 14-inch articulated figures, and they were packaged in a black box with a clear plastic window so you could see the figure packaged inside. These things were huge, and they were very prevalent at retail. I remember Walmart had a lot of these. Uh, Toys R Us had a ton of these. Scott is right. They are, or actually these Jack's ring giants are articulated. They were articulated at the first and second and third and fourth abominable. They were articulated <laughs> in the wrist and on the arms where the arm bends. They were articulated there. They were also t- articulated at the hips, the leg joints, everything else. So yeah, these were giant figures that were articulated and it was really, really cool. Yeah, kind of something different. And it was definitely eye-catching. Like we've always talked about with the LJN line due to their size, they were so different from everything you'd see out there because three and three quarter inch scale pretty much ruled the day. Well, when these came out in 2005, of course, not a lot of 14 inch figures being done. So, you know, the packaging, the figure, the colorful figures that they were, these really stood out when a kid went down the toy aisle. They're pretty cool. So uh, series one consisted of Triple H. He was in blue trunks, black boots. John Cena had blue soft goods jorts and a chain with a lock on the end of it. Eddie Guerrero, he was in red tights. And he who shall not be named, or as we call him on Drunk Wrestling History, ooh, ooh, <laughs> was in black tights. And that's it. Four figures, Series 1 ring giants. But again, with 14-inch figures, you're not really expecting you know, a six to eight figure run in this. Uh, I think four was... Probably still too many, but, you know, Jax did everything big back in the day. But uh, there it is, Series 1 Ring Giants. So the card art was all black, had the Ring Giants logo in the bottom part, had the wrestler's name, and then in the background it had like a stadium or kind of like a wide shot of a stadium. At least that's what it appears out on here. So anyways, because I don't think we ever had any of these, did we? I didn't buy any of these. These were definitely, we've talked about it before, so... Anything that's not the the main run of the line to me is kind of a, a gimmick, like, you know, smaller sizes, like the build and brawls and microaggressions and all that crazy stuff Jax did. These to me were another gimmick. So I passed on all of these. But Jeff, in that big lot that you bought uh, quite a few years ago, I think there might have been a ring giant or two in that box. You know, I still haven't gone through that box. Uh, those boxes. It, yeah. So the deluxe classics are going to be in there pretty much all of series one. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there's one or two ring giants in there. Uh, I would wouldn't be surprised if it was Carlito and Rey Mysterio. Okay, I you know what I did go through it. I shouldn't say I went through it, but I popped open the top and right on top was an autographed Tito Santana Sharpie. But yeah, Sharpie not, from 2005. 2005, but not faded. <clears throat> oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. By the way, did you see what Johnny Gargano did today? No. He took a Johnny Gargano figure that he saw at I. It was either a Target or a Walmart. One of the two. I think it was Target. Bought it, then signed it, and then hit it. But he sent out a he sent out a tweet and said, "Hey, this is at the Ohio this Ohio location Target. Here's the address. You got to find it." So I I know somebody found it. I know that they, somebody scooped it up hella quick. That is so cool, dude. I love that. Yeah. Merry Christmas to that guy, huh? Oh, for sure. And that's just. That's a fan right there. That's just Johnny Gargano being a fan of this hobby. And it's that's just awesome. And he's the perfect rep for Mattel to do all these kinds of things. And the best part, he signed the figure and paint pen. It was a reddish paint pen. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows to use paint and he knows what color works with the figure. So, yeah, that is a fan. That is a collector. Uh, Yeah. And he used red paint. Figure looked cool. Signed. It was on the smaller packaging. So smaller window to work with a smaller window, but he still did it. And that was really cool. So anyways, nice. anyways, back to the ring giants. Uh, these were fun. 
they were yes good word for it absolutely fun yes you know because we had fun with the hogan and roddy piper larger scale ljn figures back in the 80s good point yeah you know we never got the wcw ones but those were fun too yeah the, the larger ones with sid and flair and sting and luger those were cool as well so yeah, those were a little more to scale though yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These were more like your cartoony look. They were kind of over the top. Uh, they all had facial expressions, which I loved. Yes. Uh, but ring gear was accurate. Facial expressions were cool. These were definitely like more of a cartoony. Um, almost, you know what it kind of reminds me of, dude, is uh, Maximum Sweat. The way they were kind of like overly muscled and the way they were posed, like because yeah, the knees were bent. I see what you're going. Yeah, like a kind of a blown up Maximum Sweat. Um, but like you said, that's the perfect word for it. Jeff is fun. Yeah. All right. We got some eBay prices on these. Uh, I did have to pull a couple of these loose and I forgot to put down. I think it was John Cena and triple H that were loose, but anyways, uh, triple H last sold eBay listing September 17th for $19 and 99 cents. What was retail on these? Do you even recall? Oh, were they 20? I, I, that, that was my guess. I wanted to say these were like 20 bucks. It might've been 20. So there it is, a 20-year-old almost figure going for exactly what he went for at retail. I know our toy safari <clears> out <throat> here, our uh, little mom-and-pop toy shop, I know that uh, they ha- they still have a couple of these. I think they have Rey Mysterio and Carlito, I think. <laughs> Take them in, see if they need more. Yeah, I know, right? John Chenna, last sold eBay listing, October 15th for $44.99. Wow, 45 But It's a good Cena, though, man. I mean, overall, it's got the cloth goods on it or the soft goods. Yeah, I dig it. It's a cool looking Cena. Eddie Guerrero last sold December 3rd for $17.50 on three bids. And the man that shall not be named, I just put Chris. I'll let you guys figure it out. We'll leave it at that. Still too much? Still too much. All right. Last sold eBay listing September 19th for $35 on one bid. Whoever bought that, you're trash. Trash, sir. Trash. Trash. (laughs) Sorry. Shame. Shame. I don't mean to insult them. They could be like the nicest people in the world. And maybe they just needed this to complete their first series. Mm. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they got three or four when they were younger. Mm. And, you know, they couldn't get, you know. No forgiveness. Sorry. Any, anyways, anyways. Sorry. I don't mean to call you trash. You, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I apologize to you. Jeff gets angry and says things. Yeah. I don't know your family, but I apologize to them. <laughs> Anyways. And your friends. And your friends. I apologize to them. Your pets. Your pets. All your pets. If you have horses, apologize to them. But make sure they're spayed and neutered. Yes. Yes. Bob Barker style. <laughs> you ever think Bob Barker actually spaded a cat or a dog? You think he ever went Like in? him personally? Like Yeah. Do you ever think he went in with a scalpel? Grabs the blade and he's like, let's do it. Yeah. We got to circumcise these, these, <laughs> these things. Circumcise? <laughs> no, wait. Not circumcise. <laughs> dude <laughs> wait i'm sorry they're not circumcised you gotta neuter these things <sighs> r.i.p bob barker we love you we love you man mm. all right we got to round out the show we got to get scott out of here so he can feel better <gasps> also we want you guys to check out wrestlingtoytracker.com if you are in the hunt for any of the carded or loose prices of ljn's gloobs hasbro's just toys bendoms defining moments and retros <clears throat> again that's all over at wrestlingtoytracker.com Calm. Scott, you guys have Drunk Wrestling History coming up this upcoming Friday. What do you have? I have no idea. All right, perfect. That's Drunk Wrestling History on Twitter X or Drunk underscore. Wait, no, Drunk Wrestling underscore History. Drunk. Did underscore... November to Remember already drop? Yes, that one dropped last Friday. Let's see. Did the Terry Funk episode drop yet? I don't think that one's dropped yet. Ah, there you go then. It's a Terry Funk episode. <laughs> We're going to filter this through. <laughs> yes. Dude, I think we we are recording so infrequently now. It's like once a month that we do it. Okay. And I lose track of like what shows are dropping because normally Eddie will send me the teaser. Yeah. So I'll know like what show it is, but he's in Mexico right now. So he's off doing his thing. And yeah. So if that one hasn't dropped yet, you know what? It, we're going to use the phone again because that's just the theme of the episode. Are we going to call Ed? Call Ed. No, no, no. He's dude. He's been texting me while we've been doing the show. He's hammered doing karaoke right now. Okay, actually call him right now. Put him up onto the... No. Let's do this, dude. Let's do it on the air. All right, let's do this. Hold on. We're going to call Ed. Oh, yeah. They're 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 balls deep in karaoke, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> I 
I bet you they've sung Journey. Hold on. Apparently, I, he recorded Carissa singing karaoke. Because Don't Stop Believing, I believe, is the number one karaoke song in the world. Really? Journey is? I could see that. I'm surprised it's not Bon Jovi, actually. Uh, bon Jovi, I think, is up there. Okay, Eddie said I could call him. Okay. This will be interesting. I want you to keep in mind this was your idea. This could go like the Friendsgiving episode, dude. This uh, could completely go off the rails. And Well, let's find out. I said, hey, Jeff wants me to call you and get you on the show. We're recording. And he's like, cool, I'm drunk. <laughs> well, this will be fun. Put him on speaker. Put him up to the mic. Hey, what's happening, dude? What are you doing? I'm uh, about to pee. Um, I'm drinking in Mexico. You're drinking in Mexico and you're about to pee. Yeah, I'm clean. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's that's uh, a very good summary of what I'm doing. Okay, good. So I didn't get to see the video because, like I said, we're recording uh, fully posable right now. So, what song did Carissa sing for karaoke? So you not we're actually recording it right now. Yeah, we're uh, like literally recording right now. Jeff wanted me to call you and get you on the show. Okay, he did. Um, I was made for loving Kate Lightford. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> also known as I was made for loving you. So, in my honor, she did a kiss song. She did a kiss song in your honor, yeah. Excellent. Has anybody sung Journey? Uh, uh, Jeff? Jeff? Uh, well, because he's in my headphones. This wasn't planned oh. at all, otherwise we'd have you piped in. Uh, he asked if anybody has sung Journey yet. No, nobody did Journey. Some of you did uh, a couple of soccer songs. And... Did a Rolling Stone song, maybe like a fucking stupid Eagle song. Did anybody do Steel Panther yet? No, and that was what I told Chris because he was like kind of, he was like hella kind of talking about doing the song. I was like, I'm not fucking singing stupid karaoke. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, a couple more thoughts, and then I was like, I started to let my guard down. I was like, well, I would do. Um, it's never too late to get some pussy tonight, maybe, or <laughs> you know, death to all but metal, you know, stuff like that. Um, and he was like, you're stupid. You're not doing that song. And I was like, okay, cool. Then I'll, I'll just sit here and not do that song. But, uh, no, there's been no steel panther. Oh, so you need to break that ice and you need to do, you know, which one to do. Asian hooker. That's the one. <laughs> well, that was the first one. And I also said that I would do, um, punky dance. Oh, that would be a good one. Uh, yeah. Um, but she was like, no, no. And I was going to I would have done all paradise. I would have done white and nerdy. Oh, and white and nerdy would be perfect. I know. Right. Why isn't he doing uh, all these? But I mean, every song, every time I suggested a song, he got it down. And I was like, all right, fine. Then you're, you're the one who wants to do <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, when are, when are you actually going to do a song then? I don't think I'm going to, because, um, let me see. What time is it? It is nine to ten twenty-eight Cancun time, and they set the karaoke stop to ten thirty. So oh, you might have done the last song of the night. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys are done. That sucks, dude. What's he drank so far tonight? Uh, Jeff asked what you've drank so far tonight. Oh, I've drank um, you know, the usual tequila, mezcal, and uh, Corona. Oh, and one <laughs> bourbon, one scotch, one beer. No, I've had. No bourbon or I've not had bourbon or scotch this whole trip. I don't really drink scotch. Um, no, tonight I've had, yeah, I've had um, a bit of mezcal, mostly tequila, you know, like a few margaritas. Uh, I've probably had about eight stuff tequila um, and seven beers. But I mean, I'm talking since like two o'clock this afternoon. It's like almost, it's like 10 30 right now. Oh, okay. So you spaced it out. I'm going to eat. You know, I don't, I don't want to get out of your fall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why would you do that? You're on vacation in Mexico. Why would you? <laughs> why would you want to get out of control? I'm gonna fly home tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's oh. the flight home. Gotcha. Totally understood. But we bought a bunch of um, Vicodin and uh, Ambien, so. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that'll be a fun flight then. <laughs> Go home, Mexico. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, that was your uh, that was your introduction to our listeners. Uh, by the way, Jeff asked me what's coming up on Drunk Wrestling History, and I had no idea. Uh, is our next show Terry Funk? Uh, yeah, our, our next show is Terry Funk. That's going to be uh, today's Friday, right? Today's yes. Friday, yes. 
So it'll be a week from today. It'll be next Friday. It will be our Terry Funk tribute episode. And then we've got, after that coming up, we've got, um, well, we don't normally spoil our upcoming episodes, but we have a... Oh, I do it all the time, dude. <laughs> I know, right? But I, I don't do that. But you like, then I like get tweets from people who are like, oh, yeah, it's not totally spoiled. I'm like, what's up? Um, we've got the 98 Royal Rumble review. And then we've got, what if CM Punk had never left WWE? Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff's excited about that one because he's a filthy mark. <laughs> We all are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, I am. I yeah. am. Jeff's the filthy mark. <laughs> all right. Well, cool, dude. So one of these days we'll have you on the show. You'll be a special guest. Uh, we can drink during the show because, you know, why not? Because we love to. Right. Right. We love to. We, it's our favorite. But uh, is there anything you'd like to tell the listeners before uh, we get off the phone? Um, <clears throat> no, I don't really want to say anything to your listeners, to be honest. Okay. Not even to tell them to say their prayers eat their vitamins <laughs> no no um it, it's really cool to be on uh fully solvable after all um and uh you know what thank you to all the listeners who supported this podcast for so long like you guys are awesome like that was like oh i'm gonna start a podcast about boys i was like why <laughs> so i mean it's like the biggest thing ever so you guys are awesome oh well thank that's like you. the nicest thing you've ever said jeff said thank you too yeah i almost never say anything nice it's very rare. Yeah, you're like Jesse Ventura with the compliments. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't impress easy. I'm Jesse Ventura in '86. Right. Right. <laughs> Not now with conspiracy theories and shit, but like. Yeah. Oh, does he know Ralph Sorello passed like, uh, away? Rudo. Um. So Jeff asked if he knew if Ralph Sorello passed away. Who? Ralph, Ralph. Sorello. Who? Who the fuck is? Ralph he was on Sorello? Howard Stern. Ralph from Howard Stern. Ralph. No, Ralph? Ralph Sorella died? Yeah, yeah, that's what Jeff just said. Holy shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. what happened? No, I didn't know that. I, he, he, know. He had, he, oh, I think he had I some rare lymph didn't. node cancer. Uh, apparently he had lymph node cancer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Ralph's dead. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. All right. I got to go back in the bar and break the news with him. Oh, uh, you know, the Ralph, the best tip he ever gives is when he would come in and, and evaluate Mr. Playboy and go with the laser pointer. <laughs> well, your knees, are, your knees are a little knobby. Yeah. Like, Ralph would act like he's like he, like he knows all, all about dicks or gets the hottest dicks. He'd be like, oh, yeah, you're like a 10, except your knees are weird, so you're a 10, uh, 9.5. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, Jeff said he went in for a procedure like Tuesday, and mm -hmm. he died on Thursday. That's, dude, that's heartbreaking. Um, I'm a huge fan of Ralph Sorella. I'm going to go back in the bar and do a shot in his honor. I, I think that that's proper, and uh, Jeff apologizes for completely ruining your vacation. Well, he's leaving tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, so. fucking Jeff. I, he's leaving tomorrow, so. He's like, you're leaving tomorrow, so who cares? We might, uh, but we're going we're gonna to do a small service to him on Dark All right, well, that'll be all you. <laughs> all right. All right, dude, well, thanks all for coming right, on, man. Tomorrow. Yeah, out, All right, later. All right, and there you go. That was uh, <clears throat> completely unplanned, unscripted. He didn't sound drunk. Yeah, well, he sounded he sounded drunk, but it didn't <clears throat> sound like as bad as it should be after eight shots, seven beers. Yeah, but like he said, he spaced it out over the course of almost nine hours. So okay, All right, yeah, okay. he he's feeling good. All right, I see, yeah, I see. he's he's not like uh, near blackout drunk Eddie, like we've seen him on on several occasions. Which that would have been a completely different conversation. Oh, there have been many of occasions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's pictures to prove it, too. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's Drunk Wrestling History. And you can find them on the Twitter X at Drunk underscore Wrestling. At Wrestling underscore Drunk. Wrestling underscore Drunk. Sorry, got that backwards. Yeah. Uh, also, check out the Rumble Wheel. By the way, thanks, Ed, for coming on. Check out the Rumble Wheel with Breaker and Daniel Cross. And, Scott, any guests on TB Toycast this past week? Mm. Outside of talking about toys? Uh, uh, chewed up gum underneath tables. No, that is not this week. Darn it. Was I close? Not even close. We are talking okay. about the Saved by the Bell Funkos. Oh, I didn't even, I mean, it makes sense that they would have done it. I didn't know that they did. Yep. They sure did. Zach Morris nice. came, Zach Morris came with that 80 cell phone. Oh, very cool. Very yes. cool. So we talk about those this past week on TV Toycast. Check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast where Breaker was on there and they were talking about, um, oh, Just Friends for the uh, Steve's Christmas movie this year. 
because every year he does a Christmas movie and just friends with Ryan Reynolds was chosen this year. Breaker. Oh, I think I've seen that one. That one's good. It's not bad. Uh, it's good. The way breaker and Steve talk about it, it's makes it funnier. I guess I like, I watched it. It was okay. But when they talk about it, it's kind of funny when they, the way they dissect it. But anyways, it's a fun show. Listen, it's Steve's yearly Christmas episode on Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Stolen Gimmicks. We talked about them with Jordan and Joe. One day I'm going to bounce out and I'm going to let Jordan and Scott talk about WWE. Nice. Yeah. So nice. one show will be like, oh, this Okada match where he dice, you know, is very well thought out. And then the other show will be Scott and Jordan going, oh my God, dude, everything is great. Everything- I love it. We love it. Everything yeah. in the WWE is fantastic. Yeah. In fact, SmackDown uh, has CM Punk tonight and okay. I'm like watching the time. Oh, okay. All right. We'll got to round this out. We got to round this out because it is 20 minutes until time. TikTok, mofo. <laughs> All right. We got in the Marvels pod with Soda and Ethan. We got the legendary wrestling figures with Brian. Season two is up right now. We got to head over there, Scott. Work the R podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing rate wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day check out pod subject to change we got trivia with buds ryan buds we love you over there merry christmas to you and your family chick folly show with seshina marco and jordan as well also merry christmas to you guys rj over at ringside rant you don't get a merry i'm just kidding (laughs) merry christmas to everybody but rj over at ringside rant ej and rucker doing boot to the face Pulling up a chair with Tim and the Fig Life and Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep. Usual suspects. Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F. Check out his social media accounts at The Art of Jason Wolf. If you need custom Hasbros, if you need custom artwork, Jason is your guy. If we do posters for the meetup in Philly, guess who we're going to? The man himself, the great Jason Wolf. Give him a follow on his social media. Hit him up for some custom Hasbros. You will not be disappointed. Again, that's the art of Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F. And finally, on T Public, check out the store by the great Steve Hoker. You're going to want to search Starman NJ. That is Steve's store. Hit all funds, all proceeds go directly to a great charity. Go check out what he's got. It's merch from all of your favorite podcasts, including Fully Posable. Go give it a look, T Public. Search Starman and Jay's store. That is the great Steve Hoker over there. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. And with 17 minutes left to spare before SmackDown comes on, that also rounds out the show. Scott, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Unlike me, Fig Life since 2016 <laughs> and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode Four one one. That's a lot of shows. That's information. That is. Hashtag fig life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.